back to the highest combo highest combo episode 15 officially officially 15 oh that feels right to say 15 almost to 20 or 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 our podcast is almost of legal age almost it's almost at 18 <laughs> um how are you man I feel pretty good bro I kind of wish I was lighting one up, but the environment just won't let me relax. Like, just give it a while, because like the sun is going down, bro. Like I think that once the sun starts to go down, a lot of people can start leaving. It's like right now, a lot of people are packing up to go. Just go light it up. There's a fuck ton of people out here. There's so many people out here I've never seen before. And it's kind of bugging me <laughs> out. You've never, people you don't know you've seen. You don't know if you've seen. Oh, remember that, big guy. Oh, there's that, there's that fourth eye. But, uh, what's on your mind, man? What's on your mind? What is on my mind? I feel... I don't know why I've been using this word for the second time today. But sensory overload. Right? In a good way. Like, there's like a lot. But I don't feel overwhelmed by it. At least not overwhelmed in like a bad way. It's just like, it's a lot going on. And it's cool. Like, it's nice. Like, it's, it's, it's a weird dichotomy. Like it's very naturistic right here. The pond, the zoo, the trees, the wild animals. Right. Then you see fucking the concrete jungle right there. The Texas Medical Texas Medical Center. See them sing. And you know that's it, that, that's always kinda of like throwing me off. Like how, how like the fact that like the zoos are always like dead center of the fucking cities. Like they're the most concrete part of it. Yeah, like it's never in the suburb. Ever or like just on the outskirts, like I feel like that would be like the best place to like have a zoo, like on the outskirts of the city. Right. Because it's like, what the fuck is out there but vegetation? Like, if an animal were to like somehow let loose, be let loose, or just escape, like it wouldn't be like in as much danger as it would be if it were to like escape being here in the middle of a part of the city. But I mean, I guess it's like a centralized thing, so that would be more people can come to like to it, you know, like. They're bringing the zoo to the so. Yeah, so. Bro, this nigga on his goddamn trumpet, bro. Not here balling. But yeah, that's that's not my point. What about you? Uh. I've been looking at my investments recently. Wait, yep. I've been making some money. Yep, uh, uh, With a Coinbase app, there's this coin called XRT. XRP. Oh, you got XRP? Yeah, I've been had XRP. My friend just told me about it. So I was like, oh shit, let me check. So I checked, and I had $20, but now I have like $90. No! If I had, bro. If I had like $1,000 in there, bro, it would have been like... I think I bought into XRP, but I'm not 100% sure. Well, you probably did. But I hope I did. Bro, do you know, I, I don't know exactly how this works, or how it worked. Like, I don't remember at all. Like, I looked into it. And uh, I have like no habits. Well, yeah, but XRT got me excited. I'm like, oh shit! I got like some kind of taste of investment blend. Yeah, I have none. You're none of it. Crap. You know what I'm gonna do later on today? Go buy some XRT. Fucking buy some XRT. Better buy some XRT. So, like, I learned that like through certain points that you have the more they grow you're able to attain like a uh, I guess like a sibling coin like, uh, so there's this one called uh, 
called Neo. But it's a Neo coin. That no one's to buy now. So this is so fucking easy. Oh yeah. Just like. But, uh, so that one is like the Binance, right? right. And uh, the more it grows, and the more you attain of it, you there's this other like I guess like a sibling coin called Gas. It's called Neo Gas. Right. And the more Neo you have, you start to develop more Gas. Then you have Neo when you have Gas. And it's yeah. I don't know how it works. You already lost me. Bro. Yeah. No. What do you want to talk about today, man? Right, right on. What do we want to talk about? Alright, so given the fact that both you and I are immigrants, uh, we are both not from this country. Um, how do you feel you've assimilated to American culture? Well, that's one question. There's another one to come up Oh, man. Bro, this is even. See that spot over there? Straight ahead. That would have been the perfect spot to just. There's some across. Round good. Okay, that's a game. But, uh, that's a heavy question, man. I feel like, just to stay the obvious, like the culture shock, you know, just not for uh, Bro, see all these fucking things, bro, that's like wide right? uh, It's just like, that's like the I just like period things. But anyways, it's just the I feel like I didn't really have a choice. That's like being there. Really made fun of. Yeah. Like, here's the first time being a language. Talk like them. Uh, so try to sound like them. Too. You know. But I guess try to kill my accent. If it comes up. That was a big one. That was a big one. Kill the accent or the big fun of you. Yeah, because I remember. So I was in. Uh, from. Kinder all the way to fourth grade, I take all Spanish classes, right? Right. And like at home, I spoke Spanish with my parents, my sister, my cousins, my uncle, whatever. Everybody spoke Spanish. And then I went to school and I learned everything in Spanish up until fifth grade. And at fifth grade, my mom was like, We're gonna put you in all the English classes. So I was like, So, I mean, my English wasn't bad, but it just wasn't like top tier, you know? Well, so it's fresh out the boat, English. Pretty much, yeah. So, uh, all my... But the reason why they did that is because they wanted to be prepared for their own experience. Because, I mean, you're not going to have all Spanish classes in middle school. So, like, it's going to be your first step into getting used to, like, that kind of uh, learning set. So, by the time that I got to sixth grade, it was, like, my second year speaking, like, just pure English. And a lot of people were like, oh, you have a funny accent. So that shit hit me hard. <laughs> oh, dude, I didn't know I had an accent. That's shit. Yeah, so I didn't know I had an accent. So that's when I, uh, I started hanging out with like a lot of like emo, like rockers, skater people. So I picked up the way they spoke. So I think from there is why a lot of people tell me that I sound like very whitewashed. Because they're like, oh, you're, you speak like you're white. Bro, like, oh, look at that guy with his pants. So yeah, so a lot of people that and then I started hanging out with them a lot and I started skating. I got into like like culture like hard. So I picked up the way they dress, but it's like 
I didn't think anything of it because like I know my roots and shit, you know, like it was just like something that I liked. And then like growing up my mom was also like trying to be like sweet so like did. And like people weren't gonna question shit. At least like when like Yeah. So she was like, they're not gonna question that you're like not gonna tell anything. So like I had my mom telling me to like try to like be American, try to do things as American, speak as American. So I feel like that led me to speak English pretty well. Like I speak better English than some native speakers. <laughs> and I should just and some of your uh, my mind. Yeah, dude. Like people yes. that were born here in America, I speak better English than them. So little 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 life lesson. Didn't the English part for me was the easiest. Unfortunately, I had to go backwards. So my English was too good that I had to assimilate. To the hey, bro. And oh, it was too proper. It was too proper, bro. It was too proper. I was oh, like, sir, how are you doing? May I urinate? <laughs> or madam, may I, I urinate all over you? Steer possibility of acquiring an acquisition <laughs> the highest magnitude of a sophisticated dictionary. Nah, they're like, nigga, go to the restroom, bro. Like, hey, I gotta go pee. <laughs> it's like, I gotta go pee. Pee, pee, Yo, pee. That's that's harsh. But yeah, so it's pretty much like the culture shock. Like the, the language barrier, I feel like it's like the most prominent or uh, this thing that a lot of people can relate to. You know, For like, real. how the fuck are you gonna talk to anybody if you don't speak the language? Can't speak the language. Can't simulate. But I feel like so I know like I have an aunt that she does. She's been here for like 24 years, probably. And she still doesn't speak English. How old was she when she got here? Uh, she was probably like in her mid 20s. She was young. She was so young. And, uh, but the thing is, so what I was going to get to with that is. Uh, so from there being so much diversity, especially here in Houston, like you can find a Spanish speaker anywhere else. Anywhere you go, you can find some different Spanish speakers. So that having that crutch, that safety net, is gonna make it a little bit more difficult for certain people to wanna learn English and push themselves to actually speak like English. Because they're like, why am I gonna learn if I can just go somewhere and there's gonna be somebody that speaks my language? And like, like it, it's nice. Like, it's a nice feeling to be able to speak somebody that speaks your language and stuff. But like, it's nice, but it can also be hindrance. It's like, what happens when you find a place where they don't, you don't find anybody that speaks Spanish? Bro, look. It's cool. It's so close. Bro, that's cool. This is cool. Two feet away from us. Uh, yeah, so like it, it could be a good thing, but I feel like there's also like this negative part of it. And the negative part for me was like I lost my language. Oh yeah, <coughs> I lost my native. I didn't lose it, but starting not speaking that song. But whenever I would actually need to speak it, I'll be tripping. Oh, yeah, I'll be shopping. mixing. Yeah, I'll be mixing like English, uh, right, English and Spanish. <laughs> English, English and cheap. Or my native tongue. 
So up till now, it's like, damn, I struggle real hard to even speak my native tongue. Because I've been speaking English and, uh, I guess, partial Spanish. For a good chunk of the time. Right. And that's another thing. Like, uh, like for a good chunk of my life, uh, I only dated, like, Hispanic girls. But then, like, up until, like, my later adult life, I started dating outside my race. And it, uh, it put kind of, like, a halt to my Spanish. It's like usually the person I spent the most time with didn't speak my language anymore, so I just had to like rely on my English a lot more. Water power. Oh, you on water? Oh, thank God. <laughs> so like that's 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 another interesting fact, you know, like like being a, a, a mixed race couple or a mixed race relationship. Like it's another interesting thing being an immigrant couple. Like it, it's it's a choice, you know. Like it's, that you don't have to just date your nationality or whatever. Yeah. And it comes with like, like it's on shits. Yeah. It's, you know, it's my first girlfriend was like Spanish. And no fault my environment. <laughs> no, because I was living in a Hispanic neighborhood. Hardcore. Speaking Hispanic kids, most Hispanic school. So, I was African, but damn, I was living like a Latino. <laughs> no, but like an American, pretty much, you know, like a mix of cultures. Yeah, that shit was like, it took you a couple of while, man. Like, uh, like years. You get to it, right? Yeah, it took years. Like playing soccer with the, yeah, you know, all that. And then, it's like the, the your own people, uh, the African Americans, kind of make fun of Africans. So it's kind of hard to get along with them. That's the yeah, other question I wanted to get to. Like, has there, like, like, how do you feel about the situations where you've been in where you have to be, like, more African? Just to, like, be able to, I fit guess, in. like, fit in with like, your own people? And when have you had to, like, bring it down a notch to fit in with, like, Americans or other cultures? Like, do you feel like you had to like face that a lot like throughout the years like you feel that's like the big issue for you or did you like think about it or did you just do it and not like press it or whatever I always felt weird like whenever I transitioned hardcore like, I put some African event yeah like, and then I start to speak and like, I realize I'm speaking like I'm speaking and I'm like oh fuck I said a lot of likes oh fuck I said a lot of bucks you know, <laughs> like oh shit and I'm talking like what I'm talking yeah but then sometimes, and then sometimes, it's actually no. I take that back. When I'm with Francisco or, or an African person, it comes out. It comes out natural, pretty easy, right? yeah. pretty natural, you know. But and it doesn't feel forced per se. But some some situations might feel like, damn, I wish I could speak more African because I keep mixing it with English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wish I could speak my native tongue. You know. I uh, I feel like I I'm starting to like get to that point where like my Spanish was trying to go like a little bit shitty because uh, I mean I dated an Asian chick for like a year like two and a half years or some shit and uh, she didn't speak Spanish obviously and the only uh, language that we had in common was uh, English right and she didn't speak her native or her her parents language either way um, so what I did 
was I started listening to like a lot of Spanish podcasts, listening to like a lot more Spanish music and stuff. Right. To try to like that's called butt. That's butt. That's called butt. That's not butt. Yeah. That's butt. And uh, this is cigar, bro. Leaf. No. <laughs> just a just please. So, uh, I, uh, yeah, so I did that to, like, try to get, like, a little bit more into, like, the groove of, like, speaking Spanish. And, like, now when I speak, when I, when I see somebody that's Hispanic, right, and, and I talk to them, like, I feel, like, a little bit comfortable, more comfortable to, like, speak to them in Spanish. Then I'm faced with the shit of, like, they aren't as fluent in Spanish because of the fucking issues that we just spoke about like right. they they had to like be forced to speak more English than not um, and so they feel like a little bit uncomfortable talking Spanish so I'll be talking to them in Spanish and then they'll try to like turn the conversation around back to English so the like so that they feel like they can actually speak to me or like I feel like I'll lose people when I'm speaking to them in Spanish and I don't know it's weird it's, it's a very weird like uh just situations yeah and then like another thing that like annoys the shit out of me about people like like having to or like feeling that they have to like up how like Mexican they are like, <laughs> you gotta make it obnoxious yes bro cause like it's like the 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 main like Mexicans that do that are the ones that are born here so they're like oh I wasn't born here but I have to prove that I'm so Mexican you know, it's like you don't really have to like do obnoxious shit. You know, like maybe it's just born nationalism. I don't know, bro. Cause like, like yeah, I was born in Mexico and everything, but I don't like do that kind of obnoxious shit. You know, I'm not like oh, viva Mexico like every second, and I'm not like jamming out to corridos. I don't fucking have a fuckboy here. I'm driving a pickup truck. You know, like. I don't wear those sombreros and shit. It's you know, some like, sort of personality, you know? Probably, but like, I mean, I know Mexican. I'm proud of my heritage. I know a lot about Mexican, like, history and stuff. But, like, if you ask these other Mexicans, like, the ones who are born here, like, any kind of history or anything going on with the government, they're like, oh, I don't know. Like, so, were you Mexican? I feel the same Mexican? way. I don't know anything about my, my country, so I'll look it up. Yeah, but you at least look it up. Yeah, but it's like till I look at them. It's like, that gotta be something interesting. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, like I'm so like disconnected. I mean, I I guess I'm a little bit more connected because like a lot of podcasts I listen to are like from from where I'm from, Mexico City. So they talk about like like in Mexico City is where they have like the government, you know, like like you know Washington D.C. here, Mexico City, yeah, it's a capital. So they're always talking about that kind of shit. You know? like, it's I don't know. I feel like, I don't know, dude. It's just, it's just a weird. Uh, I feel like you don't have to like overcompensate, uh, like your nationality, in order to uh, be yourself. Yeah, like just be like, yeah, I'm Mexican. Like, no, whenever you tell somebody, oh, Mexican, they don't ask you for proof. They're never like, oh, I'm Mexican, or you. But then again, like Mexicans, like especially like males, like we have this kind of a machismo in us. So everybody wants to one up everybody else. That's true. So they're like, oh, it is kind of match up your bell, like that kind of shit. So like it fucks with a lot of people. So I mean, I guess you get it. So like it, even in, even in my country, you know, it's like if I go back now and the way I talk, they're gonna single me out. 
Yeah. yeah <laughs> single me out. I'll get robbed like this. <laughs> You're right. Uh, so I kind of get, I kind of get why some people go so hard, so they never lose it to start off with. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I try to do like things to like keep my Spanish short. But like the weird thing is like I shouldn't even worry about keeping my Spanish as sharp. I should try to learn like my like our native tongue for Mexican people. Like, like the like the Nahuatl. Yeah, like Nahuatl. <laughs> indigenous languages. Like that's what I should try to like learn because I don't know a lick of fucking native tongue. And I feel like you were not you were not born there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was born. Pretty young age too. Though. Where, uh, but none of my family speaks to this thing. Like it, it's like we're kind of pretty rare to find anybody in Mexico City that speaks Nahuatl. Because even in like over there, there's like a lot of racism towards them. Like for years, they're like, oh, pinche Indian, like going oh, fucking indigenous person. Right. So it was like a lot of uh, internalized hatred put onto us by the Europeans. But yeah, so it's, it's like it's like a it's like Hispanic Republic. Yeah, kind of. So it's just like, like, uh, like people just look down on it for some reason, or they did look down on it for a long time until like recently, like people were starting to be like, like they're they're trying to fucking get the point. Like that's like our roots, bro. Like, be their mind. Yeah, bro. But yeah, dude, that's that's like a lot of like a big chunk of what was like on my mind like regarding that issue. It's not much of a funny episode this episode, but like I feel like it's like a good conversation to, to be had, especially because like I feel like a lot of our, our listeners uh, are of like <laughs> uh, they're not white. Like I can assure you, they're not fucking white. Maybe like what are you are. I don't know. Unless you guys find us, unless they some people, white people find us like out of nowhere. Do you relate to these topics? Yeah. Let us know below the topics. Yeah. Well, how, how do white people like feel like they have to like do they do they have to feel like they have to say, oh, I went to two farmers markets this weekend. No. You know, as opposed to being like, oh, I just went to Walmart, bro. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> I think it's more apparent when it comes to like voting or some kind of like appearance. Bro, you know what just came to my mind? So you remember uh, when I was spiraling when I was there with Michael? And you came to visit? And uh, Michael was there with his family and they were bragging about how much they drank? I think that's the thing that white people do. Because like they celebrate, like it it felt like his parents were celebrating how much he was drinking. I mean, I think it was more so. Or at least that's what it felt like to me. Because <laughs> you didn't like them. I think I think it was, it was more so just talking about your alcohol that you love, and it was like different kinds. You know? You're like enthusiasts. Just like if it, if let's say we replace the alcohol with weed, right? It'll look even worse, right? You're like wow, look at his parents supporting him smoking. Like, these are all potheads running the family. That's crazy. I can't believe I'm hearing this, right? He gets his perspective, bro. Right? Okay, you know. No, that's, that's too No, that's <laughs> that's too far. What if it was something that was just too good? Like Botox. You get pressure on your kids if you get like Botox and Jeffy. Oh dude. Because they're in the Hollywood scene. That's 
That's crazy. That's I yeah, probably then. Like oh you gotta you're just getting a little wrinkles there at seven years old. Like what? Or they're like they're like pushing them to be like a model or something, a child actor. Oh, dude, the fuck yeah. I would feel bad for child actors. I feel like they all turn out really fucked up. So they all? I feel like all of them, dude. Like, at least the ocean. Oh! Golly! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a, a minor seismic... Holy uh, shit. ...from shit. <laughs> that would very expensive. That would have very expensive, but... But, uh... Okay, so another quick thing. Uh... So it's kind of like I think it's on like a lighter note. Uh, I've noticed this in like a lot of women's restrooms. Not because I go to a lot of women's restrooms, but because I, I have. In my over the years, I have stumbled upon inside the inside. I've been in women's restrooms like enough times. <laughs> Get to the point. Don't explain why you're in women's restrooms. <laughs> Just tell us why and what the fuck you feel Where the fuck do women have fucking couches and chairs in there? For real? Yes, bro. Restrooms? Talking about gym rooms? No, no, no. Room? Like, restrooms. Like, if you... Like, let's say you nah, were man. to go into... Uh, no, when I was a kid. Especially when I was a kid, I would go to the women's restroom with my mom. And, like, oh, there would be a fucking sitting area right there. That's so random. But like, why? Like, what was the last time you went into a women's restroom? Okay. Did you see the something? last time it was years ago right but I was I was at, at work Whoa. and uh, the cleaning wow. lady was cleaning the the, the employee restrooms right she was cleaning the females employee restrooms so she left the door wide open but okay. she didn't there was like a tall chair in there okay and like the restroom is not bigger than like it's probably like four by eight it's a small little room so why the fuck do they need a chair? You put on your shoes on Why don't guys have a chair? I don't know, bro. That's so random. I really don't know. This is like, it's like a gym setting or something. I never see a couch in the, well, like, what's this? Like an office or something? Like HEB? Like HEB thing? I mean, they have it in the female's restroom, but like... Then you want to change the baby, so you want to sit down and like, put them on your lap. No, because they have the baby changing station. Well, there's an explanation. I've never been in women's restroom like that. I thought about this. Like, what if it's some kind of like misogynistic way of like uh, making them sit there? Making them sit and making them take longer so they can build some kind of stigma. Like, for example, like, you know why women's jeans don't have pockets? Why? So they have to buy a purse. Holy shit. So they create a problem and they give you their own solution. So maybe it's like some kind of like something kind of along those lines. Probably right. But I haven't gotten to the to the to the issue and uh, resolution yet. But I'm gonna keep asking women like why like do y'all fucking sit there? I don't think you should bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know man. Uh, what are you gonna do with that for me? Report it to our viewers. <laughs> <laughs> like, guys, I fucking did. I made some breakthrough information. <laughs> but you should ask them do they prefer pants or pockets or without pockets? I feel like even if they do have pockets, bro, they're like this tiny. That's why every girl has always has a bunch of shit in their back pockets. Yeah. No purse. 
<laughs> and I still want to know why fucking female underwear have a little pouch and a little crotch area too. Because I thought it was for like their pads. But I'm asking, do you put your pad in there? And they're like, no. I don't know what that's for. <laughs> oh man, I'm weirded out, bro. <laughs> I'm weirded the fuck out. I don't know what you're talking about, man. What cocktails in the restroom? Alright, on that note. <laughs> yeah, we'll catch y'all. We'll please off. answer my questions if you can. And regarding everything else with the uh, culture shock and assimilation, if you're an immigrant or just not American. Uh, how, like, what kind of stuff, like, did you feel like you have to, like, assimilate to when you have to, like, turn up your, your real race self. up or down or whatever? Language barriers, all that stuff. Let us know, please. Thank you. See y'all next time. If you can, like, subscribe. And stay high. <laughs>